Hello, hello, and welcome to Fearless Fridays with Marianne. I am your host, Marianne Rivera Donette, known as the Fearless Living Coach and Career Reset Strategist. This podcast is for the woman needing inspiration, motivation, and empowerment as she steps into her purpose and power. Each week, through our special guests, our hope is that you will walk away ready to recommit to loving yourself a little bit more and step into your own truth. Our speakers, like the everyday woman, has experienced some type of hardship and have overcome adversity. Our speakers will speak directly to you and give you tips on how to step into your fabulousness as you create the life you were born to live, a life where you are free and happy. Are you ready? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. I am your host, Marianne Rivera Dannert, known as the Fearless Living Coach and Career Research Strategist. Today, I have an amazing guest with us, and make sure that you grab your pen and paper so you can take some notes. So, Kelly, why don't you get started by telling us your name and what you currently do? Sure. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here, Marianne. And um, I am Kelly Wright. I'm co-founder of Golden Hello Company. My daughter is my business partner and co-founder as well. And we help business owners, professionals, and leadership teams to create these lasting connections with their employees and clients. And we do it with personalized gifts that really show your appreciation and gratitude towards an individual. Awesome. Awesome. So 2021 for me is all about transformative freedom. So when you hear the words transformative freedom, what does that mean to you? To me, transformative freedom means I could be myself and do what I want. And, you know, I came from a corporate background for years and years in management and training, sales, financial, um, all those areas. And working in the corporate world is as it's great and there's many benefits. And I thought I was going to retire there, but I always, it was never what I really, really wanted to do. I walked away from a great job, making a great income, and it was just never what I really wanted to do. I always wanted to own my own business. Um, my husband's an entrepreneur, my daughter, my oldest daughter is an entrepreneur, and uh, we I helped him, and I'm a big part of both of those businesses. And I always wanted my own business because I'm very creative, and I love helping people, and I wasn't sure what I wanted to do, but when I left that business during the course of trying to find myself, I found golden hello. And it's just been, it's a trans it's transformed my life. So that transformative freedom is like the perfect words for me. Awesome. Awesome. So tell us about one of the biggest challenges that you faced and what did the healing process look like? With personal or career? Um, either one or both, whatever, which one you feel more comfortable. Okay. Talking. Um, well, a lot of people probably could, can relate to both of them, my personal and my, uh, professional healing and challenges that I faced. But, uh, personally it's been my mom. My mom has dementia. So this last year was so bittersweet. So many wonderful things happened with us in golden hello, but then there's always my mom and the, and the whole, struggle with trying to see her and not talking to her and her getting sick and going to the hospital and a disastrous nightmare that was. And there's always that feeling. Um, if you have a, a sick, a parent that has dementia or Alzheimer's different from other illnesses. Um, because when someone has 
any other illness, their their mind if their mind is still there, but their body is not. It's a whole yeah. different it's a whole different thing. They're both horrible, but um, what we experience with my mother's dementia is that every step in every new phase of your illness is a mourning. You mourn again about it. Um, you mourn when you get the diagnosis, you mourn when she starts not being able to walk. Well, you, you, you know, you, you're constantly mourning. It's like, I feel like every few months there's a new, she's progressing worse and it's a new mourning process. So now during this whole COVID, she barely remembers who we are. Yeah. And so that's another whole mourning process. So it's been, it's been very difficult. Probably one of, one of the most difficult things I've had to deal with in my life. And, um, so that's my personal and my professional life. Um, I had mentioned that I worked at this great company, been there for years, thought I was going to retire there. I mean, I won trips in money and it was wonderful, but it was all earned. It wasn't given to me because of their appreciation. It was earned because I worked really hard for it. And then the last three years I was there, management changed. And we all know when management changes, a lot changes and a lot of it's good stuff, but this particular was not good. And it, it just turned into a very hostile culture was just terrible. And, um, and I tried to talk with them cause I felt comfortable enough too because I loved my job right. and, um, and they just didn't see it and they just lost, you know, and you, you always lose the best people first. And I think five or six of us left in a year and a half, all top performers, including myself. And, um, had to leave. And when I left that job, as I mentioned, I didn't know, I didn't know I was going to own a business because I had no idea what I wanted to do. So I worked at another builder, which was a total nightmare. And, um, I worked there for eight or nine months. I didn't like it at all. And, um, and I left there and then I went to a financial advising and that's actually where I found, um, golden hello. When I was working there, I was there for two and a half years and I, I loved it. I worked hard. I took all the tests. I mean, I did all that kind of stuff. And, um, and I was st starting to build my business. But as I was starting to build my business, uh, I had realized around me that there was like a sea of cubicles and a sea of people and, and everybody was kind of treated the same. And there was the boys club of, you know, of people as there is in every job, you know, there's the boys right. club and, and they did a lot around, they did a lot of things around guy stuff. You know, if you win this, you do this, we'll go to the Bills game. If you do this, we're going to go golfing. And not that golfing's a guy's sport or football's just a guy's sport, but that's just kind of the things that they did. And there wasn't any individuality or, pers or, or personal meaningful connections being made. And I could see that. And my daughter and I talk extensively about our jobs and she was in a job currently that she was getting ready to leave because it was a, it was a terrible culture. Hmm. And we were talking about it so often. We're like, we need to figure out something. What do we need? What can we do to help leadership teams? Cause I don't think they truly do things on purpose. A lot of times, a lot of times they're just, they're in their own head. This is what we have to do. Let's check it off. You know, we're going to go to the bills game. Let's check that off. And um, they're not really thinking about, you know, really about these meaningful connections. And so, that's how we came up with Golden Hello Company. We searched for a year for the name because we, we ha had to be just right in Golden Hello. The definition of Golden Hello is actually uh, people give a bonus to someone who they are trying to recruit from another company because they appreciate their talents um, and they value them. 
And so they offer them a golden hello bonus to come over to their company. So we're like, oh my gosh, that is the perfect name for us, golden hello. So we said, you know, let's, let's figure out some strategies for leadership teams that we can go in and help them with. And so if it's, if it's a birthday, so they send out a box for each employee's birthday and we do all of the work. So they just need to give us a list of names and addresses and then we send them out. So everybody's getting a personalized birthday gift. So how fun would that be that you come home and you get this personalized birthday gift from your management team where you work? I mean, right. how would that make you feel? I mean, you open it up and it's thoughtful things in there. And so we, when we were devising these gifts and the messages that are on the lids of the gifts, we thought about ourselves the whole time of how would we feel if we received this? Would this mean anything to us? You know, would these gifts we're buying mean anything to us? And, and they do, and they really do. And in them, in the, the emails and the text messages and the social media that we get from when people receive these boxes, some of it is just so heartwarming. And we, we just, I'll just tell you a fast story. We had, um, a client wanting to give a gift actually went to Florida for her sister who was just diagnosed with cancer. Mm. And, um, she wanted a thinking of you gift. So we made that up and in it, we put the sterling silver bell and it had angel wings. And on the back, it talked about that this bell, bell, the, the, um, definition of a bell and what a bell means, you know, and it means that you're, you're being guided and it means all these beautiful things. And when she got that, I guess she cried when she opened it and she takes it to every chemotherapy appointment with her. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, so touching. And so we love that. We love hearing the stories of people just opening their gifts and saying, oh my gosh, they pick out each one and look at each one and tell their friends about each one, each gift. And yeah, and it's just, it's just so much fun. It's so much fun. So a meaningful having these meaningful connections is extremely important. And we try to help leadership teams to realize that and help them strategize on how they can get there and how they do it. That's beautiful. And it's so, like you said, you know, you get home and you see this gift box from your manager and they really didn't do anything, but they're going to get all the credit. Exactly. Exactly. Cause they're thinking, Oh my gosh, cause each box is different. And right. Looking at it thinking, Oh my gosh, you know, they're going to talk to their friend, who sits next to them when she gets her birthday gift and it's going to be something totally different. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's one of the cool things about what we do. That's awesome. And it definitely sounds like, you know, there was a need that you saw and that you, that you recognize in your company that led you to create something to fill a void mm -hmm. and you were able to partner up with your daughter who was also facing the same situation. Exactly. So what keeps you motivated and inspired to keep going and not give up? Well, my husband and my daughters. Mm -hmm. My husband is my biggest supporter, my biggest cheerleader, and so are my girls. And um, they have been all my life. They've been like that. We're like that with each other. And my husband is here working. He works with me in the wintertime. He owns a landscape business. So in the summertime, he's extremely busy. And I do his book work. I've done it for 35 years for his business. Okay. It's a very small business. It's him and one other person. And um, it's very successful. And he has built such meaningful connections with his clients. He's had some of those clients for the entire time he's been in business. Um, and he has built just such meaningful connections with these people 
that it's, I, I see it. And they're like the, the cards they sent him at Christmas and the money they put in a Christmas card for him um, just to say thank you. And it's just, it's wonderful to see that. So I learned a lot of that from him and um, as well. And he's just, he's helpful with whatever I need. Now when he comes home from work at night, dead tired, he'll still make boxes. They'll do my packing. So he's extremely, extremely helpful. And my girls are the same way. They're both, they're, they're both very hard workers and we help each other when needed in each one of our businesses. So it's kind of cool. That is really cool. It's a family affair. That's awesome. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah. So you've mentioned meaningful connections, um, relationships several times. So why mm -hmm. do you think that it's hard to create meaningful relationships with people? I think that when it comes to employees and when it comes to your clients, I think people, I think management teams, leadership teams, professionals who have clients and employees, they need to realize that these people have made them what they are. Mm. And that if they didn't have these clients and they didn't have these employees, they wouldn't be in business or they wouldn't be as successful. So those people that truly in their heart feel like that will take the next, next steps to make sure that their employees and clients feel the love from them and feel the gratitude and feel the appreciation. So it's so important to create those. And, and there's not, you know, there's not a silver bullet that's going to do it. It is just your continuous. It's just like building. I tell people, it's just like building your family. If you have a tight, successful family, like when I grew up, my family was not, I have five brothers and sisters. My family is not tight. They're not cl close. Um, and it's for a variety of reasons, but I looked back to say, okay, these are the things I really liked that we did in our family. And these are the things I didn't like that we did in our family. And I changed those. My husband and I did it together to change those, to make sure that we have a very open, tight family with my kids and my grandkids, our grandkids. And, um, so I think that should be the same way at work. I think that when you have employees that are working not for you, with you, you're all working towards the same goal, then you need to show your appreciation and gratitude at all times to those people. They should come before your clients because they're the frontline people. They're, they are representing you and your product and whatever you're doing. Um, so I think it's imperative that people should be obsessed about their employees and making sure their employees are happy, are happy because it's evident that when they're happy and they're doing well, there's trust, there's loyalty, there's uh, people are ethical, and the bottom line is naturally going to increase. That just naturally does that if you can get all those rest of those pieces. But there's a strategy behind it, and it takes a little bit of time to build up a strategy. And I tell people all the time. It doesn't matter how small you are, how small your business is. You start with a small budget and you work your way up. And as you see your culture start to change to where you want it to be, you'll realize that that investment is so important. So important. Yeah, that is so true because, as you know, I work in human resources. And yes. I can tell you firsthand that one of the main reasons people leave their jobs is because of the relationship or lack of relationship with their superiors. Yes. People do not feel valued. If they don't feel appreciated, they will leave. And oftentimes management thinks that people are leaving because of, you know, more money or more opportunities. 
but that's you those usually are like the second and third absolutely why people leave the first one is all about relationships like you stated yeah the from the research that we've done 88% of people leave their job because of a relationship and not feeling appreciated and valued and those who leave first are the ones that are most ethical the ones that are um are most knowledgeable and the ones that are dependable. Those are the first ones who leave. And yeah, you know, firsthand, it's so true. Management wants to think that sometimes, which what I've noticed in the corporate world, they want to think that, but they haven't took the time to do that exit interview. And most times, if you don't have a relationship, you're not going to get a true answer anyway. If you don't have a relationship with that person, you're not going to get a true too, answer. And I think too, that, you know, people, companies invest money on, conducting exit interviews, but having done them myself, mm -hmm. oftentimes nothing really happens. It's yeah. just something to check off that it's been done. Exactly. You said it. Checking, yeah. checking, just checking off the boxes. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. Yeah. And it's, it's so frustrating because they could be spending that money on their employees and spending it in different ways. Um, I, you know how much it costs just to interview and hire and train an employee. Right. If they took that amount of money and if they could, if their turnover rate was only 5% and they could take the rest of that money and spend it on their employees, it would be, I mean, there's companies that do it that are extremely successful and literally have a 5% turnover rate. You're going to have some turnover. It's healthy. I think you would agree with that. Yes, but um, when you're having 20, 30, 40% turnover, I mean, that's just crazy. It's just crazy. Yeah. So what piece of advice would you give to a woman that is ready to break free and start creating and living the life that she desires? It could be a woman who is like transitioning in the workplace or something personal going on. What advice would you give? Um, I would say any transition typically is scary. No matter how much you prepared, right? You know that. No matter how much you've prepared, it is still a little bit scary. But you have to prepare. I think it's really important that you have to prepare. You have to, I mean, whether you sit and talk to a coach, an attorney, um, someone who's in the business, there's lots of preparing that you need to do first. Um, and then it's not so scary, but it's still scary. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but if you really love it and you know, deep down inside, this is what you're going to do and you don't have a plan B because there's no such thing as plan B. That's your plan. Plan A is your plan. And that's what you do. You can't say, well, if this doesn't work out, I might. And you start looking in the newspaper for jobs because you're not feeling like you're you know, getting the income you thought you were going to get. You can't. You got to take that extra time that you're spending looking for a job and put it into your business or putting it into whatever you're doing. You can't have a plan B. You have to just move forward if that's what you want. If that's what your plan is to do is if yeah. you wanted, if you want your own business or need to change your life for whatever reason it might be, um, you just, it is scary, but you, you definitely, if you want it that bad, you, there's no plan B. You have to do it. That's so good because I think oftentimes when you have a plan B or a plan C, you're not giving a hundred percent. Exactly. Yeah. And you always have that in the back of your mind. Yeah. But if this doesn't work, that's okay because I can always do this. Right. Right. Like you said if you eliminate those extra options and you fully focus on your plan A, you're going to give it all that you have because yep. there's 
you can't fail because that's all that you have. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But I know, but you know, with that said, before you make that leap and jump, you gotta, you gotta be like 95% sure that's what you're going to do. You know, that's it. It's not, ah, let's try it. You know, it can't be that. Let's try it. If it doesn't work, I'll go back and find a job. You know, it can't be that. It's gotta be, this is it. That's so true. So what book have you recently read that has truly inspired you? Honestly, I've read a ton of books. I have not read one recently. I've, I watch a lot of YouTube okay. uh, podcasts um, and I haven't read a book. I was, I was uh, last year I was reading like I was on audio and listened to book after book after book. Then I got burnt out. Um, but Simon Sinek is one of my, he's one of my favorites. Um, I listened to, I read a, a couple of his books and I listened to a lot of his podcasts and his YouTube interviews. They just did a LinkedIn he just did a LinkedIn interview that was wonderful. Um, so he's one of my he's one of my favorites. I really like him. Awesome, awesome. So, what are you currently loving? What's bringing you joy? Oh, I have so much that brings me joy. My family, uh, my husband, my daughters. My one of my daughters just opened up a second business, and I'm just watching her, and she's just she just got it down. It's just it, it, it she did it so simply, and. Uh, and so I'm excited about that. My grandchildren, our four grandbabies bring us joy. And our business, Golden Hello, we are doing a lot this year. Um, we are changing our website. Um, we're finally getting our dream website that we've always wanted. We're finally getting our boxes, our dream boxes that we've always wanted. We just couldn't afford them. Now we can. <laughs> um, so we, we are doing that. And so now all of our, now everything, this is year two and everything's really coming together. So our branding, our website, our boxes will all coordinate and everything will match and everything will now come together and show off our premium products that we offer. So very excited about that. So hopefully by June, everything will be in place. That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. On Thank that. you. Yeah. Awesome. Very excited about that. Yeah. So I believe that self-care is very important, especially as a mother, mom, wife. Um, so tell us, what does your self-care routine look like? Well, when I get up in the morning, I first thing I do is I'm, I'm out of bed, shower, all that, get ready. And then I sit and pray. Um, I pray for about 15 minutes. Um, and then I... I talk about being grateful and thankful for about at least a hundred different things. Um, and I have it down now in my head cause I do it every day. I've been doing it for years. Uh, at, le at least a hundred things that I am grateful and thankful for every day. So I do that. And then I also have, um, I love the book, the secret. I've listened okay. to it 11 times. And I also have, uh, my kids bought it for me, the secret. And it has a lot of uh, daily sayings in there that are really meaningful so I, every day I pick one out and then I read it and then I also send it to uh, my daughters every day so they could read it. And we try to live by those because some of them are just so wonderful. Um, I do that uh, three to four days. I work out for about 20 to 30 minutes or I go for a walk for an hour when it's nice out only. I don't do it walking <laughs> in the wintertime outside. I have a, a um, I have a, um, rebounder that I jump on in the wintertime and uh, work out a little bit. So I work out for anywhere from 20 minutes. If I walk, it's an hour, but if I work out, it's about 20 to 30 minutes. And 
then I get on to my day. So if I get all that done, I feel really great to start my day. For some reason, I get sidetracked like we do sometimes. Then I'm like in disarray. I got to, as soon as I could step back and go back and rewind, then I go and do that and then start my day because I, without, I've done it for so long now that I just, I need to make sure I do that. Awesome. Awesome. Some good stuff there. So I know that you mentioned about the rebranding um, and the boxes coming out for your business. What else are you looking forward to in 2020 now? 2021, now that 2021 is here. I know, <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh, of course, what's on everybody's mind, this COVID's gone and we can go back to a new normal life. Um, I am anxious to get out and to reconnect with people in um, my groups, my networking groups that I'm involved in. I'm anxious to reconnect in person with them. Um, I've switched around a few networking groups. So there's some new groups that I'm in. So I can't wait to meet people in person because on Zoom and not a lot of people go on. There's, you know, there's 130 people in the group, maybe 10 or 20 go on Zoom at a time. Um, so I, I'm just excited to, to do that. Um, I'm going to do, I've been asked to do a bunch of presentations. So I decided to, that's something that I would do this year is do more presentations. Um, so I've been doing presentations on Zoom for people, which has been great actually. And um, and hopefully we can take a vacation this year. I'm not sure, but we'll see. If we can take a vacation. Love to take do a family vacation with all of us. So we'll see what happens. You can't, it's hard to plan anything right now. Um, right. You know, I'm not, you know, don't want to plan anything right now, but because I don't want to be disappointed. Um, so, yeah. So that's what we're looking forward to. Awesome. Awesome. So as we get ready to close, why don't you tell our audience where they can find you and look and learn more about what you're doing and how to order some boxes? Yeah, certainly. Thank you. So um, you can go to goldenhellocompany.com. And that is our website. And on our website, you will see where you can message us um, right on the website. You'll have our phone number to call us. You also have our email right on the website, too, if you have any questions. Um, and it talks about meaningful connections. We talk about corporate and how to do corporate and custom boxes and um, how to do a number of boxes. So check out our site. Our new one will be coming out, like I said, probably June timeframe with our new boxes. So excited about that. And yeah, love to hear from you. Awesome. Awesome. So last question that I like to ask all my guests, when you hear fearless living, what does that mean to you? To me, that means living uh, fearless means live the way you want to live. Don't let people tell you you can't do it. Don't let people get in your way. There's always the naysayers. There's always the ones that, oh, this isn't a good time or, you know, you can't do it for whatever reason. So don't let people tell you that. Keep keep on, keep focus on what you want to do and and just go for it. Go for it. Live the way you want to live. That's how I feel. That's what it means to me. Awesome. I love it. Perfect. <clears throat> so thank you very much for spending some time with us and we'll be in touch soon. Yes. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks, Marianne. So I hope that you all were able to get some nuggets of wisdom from listening to Kelly. Be sure that you connect with her at goldenhellocompany.com and her information will be in the show notes. 
And as always, remember that you are a priority, you matter, and you are fearless, and you are fabulous. Until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope that podcast was beneficial to you. Be sure to click on the subscribe button, leave us a comment, and share. We look forward to connecting with you at our website, MarianneRiveraDannert.com, or you can find us on Facebook at the Fearless Living Coach page. Remember that you are fearless and fabulous, you are a priority, and you matter. Until next time. Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Kelly. The host of Getting Real with Bossy, the real, raw, and honest podcast about small business ownership. We created Bossy to be a safe place to ask the hard questions and to get support that's necessary. With our experience, nine businesses in over 25 years, we continue to bear it all and share what we wish we had known. We move past the must-be-nices and start getting real. Come along as we interview small business owners and get the true story. Leave with another tool for the next time you feel alone on this journey. Business ownership leads to unexpected knowledge. What are you an expert at? Tell us at Getting Real with Bossy and subscribe today.